0: Hi, I'm Jo Yoga, I help spiritual modern women be their best authentic selves through yoga and self-development. I live my life guided by my intuition and connectivity to others. I parent and love in a way that sits with me and my alignment and through these means we can connect and I am here to support you. This podcast is for you and covers integrating more yoga, meditation, health and wellness into yours and your family's lives. Sometimes it means meditation and other times it's a fat glass of wine. Welcome to today's episode. So today we're talking about yoga and how we use it and whether we're using it correctly. Now, do you use yoga as a calming tool, a way to deal with stress? Is it your safe place or are you quite new to yoga? So you don't really know where it sits in your life at the moment. Well, whatever you use it for. Today, I really want to address the topic of slowing yoga down. I love that, slowing down. Yes, life is so fast, right? Constantly here and there and go, go, go. And if you've ever attended a power yoga class or some ashtangas, you'll know that the busyness and the speed does not stop. Even when you're on your yoga mat, It is still go, go, go. So don't get me wrong. Personally, I think that all yoga is good for you, whether it's fast, slow, or somewhere in between. The main point, and the most important, it needs to be your intention. If you're in a class, and the teacher reminds you to breathe, and you're like, oh no, I wasn't breathing, Or you feel pain rather than a mild discomfort. There is a difference, remember that. Some yoga is mildly uncomfortable. But if there's a pain, then that's not good. Or are you obsessed with what the final pose is going to be and how it should look rather than your personal journey to the pose? If you experience any of these, my friend, you need to slow down. Slow down. Slow down your yoga, slow down your practice. Now, personally, for me, those who know me will know this, the slower the practice, the better. In fact, some days, an hour and a half of lying on my back in shavasana is all I need. But in all honesty, if I'm rushing through the sequences and the postures, then I'm missing so much. Last summer, I enjoyed my first full yin class. I'd done restorative yoga and I'd, in fact I taught restorative many times to my students but I'd never been lucky enough to sit in a full-on yin yoga class. That's six minutes, yes six minutes in every posture. Now being a kundalini chick you'd think that six minutes is no hard work. Usually in kundalini whether we're doing a three minute or a seven minute or a 30-minute practice, there is always some sort of movement or breath or a mantra to go with it. There's always something to keep your mind really busy, but not in yin. When I walked in, the instructor informed me that yin is going to be a mental challenge rather than a physical one. And it really was. It was gorgeous. Challenging, yes. But the release and the feeling of the posture changing with every moment, with every breath, it's really, really powerful. And as I slowed my pace, as I slowed my thinking and really got into the posture and into the feeling, I was able to experience it fully. And that to me is what yoga is about. It's about the experience because it's different for everyone. And if you're constantly focused on what the person next to you is doing, or being the first one to get to the posture, and speeding up and being quick, you're not experiencing it fully. You're experiencing it on a surface level, on the what ifs, on the the outside influences. Yoga takes you inside, like really, really inside. Remember, it's about the experience. You need to experience whatever it is that you require. And to be honest, you don't know what that is from day to day. You don't know until you get on your mat and you start to do the work or you start to go into meditation and other stuff comes up. So you don't know what it is that you require through yoga, breathing, movement, relaxation, meditation. You'll get that experience. But not if you're Charging through and racing away with yourself. Life itself is a roller coaster of peaks and troughs. With our energy, that can be up and down some days. Our emotions definitely can be up and down. We have happy times, we have sad times, we have hot days, we have cold days. And a yoga class is kind of like a little microcosm of life. So just as life is a roller coaster and you need the light and the dark, you need the light and shade they say, the fast the slow, a yoga class is exactly the same. You need the speedy bits, you need the bits that get the heart rate going to cleanse and you also need the still and the slow stuff. If it's an hour and a half of just go 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 go. Well, that's an aerobics class. Yeah, that's going to get you fit. That's going to detoxify you, but it's not going to get your mind. The, the mind's just going to be going, "God, oh, i was so hard. I'm hot, I'm sweaty." That's all the mind's going to be doing. But when you go quiet, when you release, when you stretch, that's when the real magic happens. That's when the little downloads from the universe come in or the answers to your problems drop into your head. These weird, crazy things that drop into your head that you didn't know were there or didn't even know you were capable of thinking. That universal calling, you feel a sudden urge to do something or to be somewhere or to call someone. Yeah, Those are the thoughts that come in when you allow yourself to slow down. So yes, a yoga session is all of the ups and downs of life squashed down into an hour or two hours, however you're there for. The ups and downs, good bits, tough bits, lots of effort required versus no effort required. In Kundalini Yoga, if your teacher says, okay, lay down for a short relaxation be prepared, my friend. <laughs> know that there's some work coming up. Yep. <laughs> Until they say, okay, it's time for deep relaxation. Don't be forward into that and go, oh yeah, I get to relax. Because then suddenly it is 56 frogs or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so the whole session though is never go, 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 go. Just as your life shouldn't be. Yep. Your life needs to be calm and slow paced. Yes, it has the quick days. Yes, it has the slow days. So allowing yourself to engage in the experience, to breathe, to take it slow. And when you're slow, you can feel everything. Don't get caught up in the end result. The yoga will get you there anyway. So just surrender to the process and enjoy it. I love that. I'm gonna say that again. Don't get yourself caught up in the end result the yoga will get you there anyway so surrender and enjoy the process make sure you're breathing throughout these are little tips to make sure that you're not rushing your yoga okay breathe throughout whether you're doing a short powerful breath like breath of fire or ujjayi breath or long deep breathing just be mindful of your breaths And that way you'll be able to slow down and get a deeper experience. Yeah, so even if it's a quick breath of fire, you're slowed down, you're in the process, you'll get a deeper experience. As soon as your mind wants to do something else, just bring it back to the breath. Okay, your mind will naturally want to go off and do other things. No judgment, notice it's happened, coax it back. Coax it back, bring your breath back. And being connected to your breath will also enable you to recognize the difference between that mild discomfort I mentioned earlier and pain yoga is going to put you in difficult uh, positions so life throws things at you that puts you in difficult places puts you in difficult situations and it's how you cope with it how your mind copes with it is how you learn the life lessons. So if you're in a posture and you can't take a deep breath because you're so uncomfortable, then that is you've gone too far. So you need to come out of the posture a little bit so that you can take a deep breath. So your breath will always be your kind of barometer, your gauge as to whether you are harming yourself or not. So you still need to connect with that breath and remember that discomfort is okay in that yin class when you first got into a posture I'm actually doing postures at the moment Um, I'd be there in the posture and to start with it's like oh this is easy six minutes no worries after two minutes it's like okay feeling this now so you take a deep breath you surrender you sit with it and then it starts to feel a bit different and then another minute or so Oh, okay. Bit different. Take another breath, another deep breath. Sit with it. And when you get to that six minutes and you come out of the posture, the release is amazing. What you experience and feel afterwards. I can't explain it. Try it. It's incredible. But without the breath, if my mind was too busy thinking about other things that I wouldn't get up there. So yeah, Be connected to your breath, which will enable you to recognize the difference between your mild discomfort and your pain, okay? Mild discomfort will help you break through the blocks. Pain will not, okay? So slow it down, slow down. Life is fast enough as it is. And if you want to slow down further, you've got to take control of that and be in control of your speed. Take charge and be slow take ownership and slow down. I'm all for championing the slow pace of yoga and slowing life down. And I think that's certainly one thing that we've learned a lot over the last few months. Those that have had the opportunity to take life a bit slower have woken up to new things, have recognized new things they want to do, new ways they want to live their life. And that was only given by the opportunity to slow down. So for today, slow down. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. If anything resonated or you feel inspired to, please share as that is how we spread the healing. To learn more about me, my teachings or any of the Joe Yoga programs, go to www.joyogauk.co.uk